0: Join host Pastor Adama and Zama Segbiji from the 8th and 9th of August for Covenant 2018 with guest speakers, Pastors Taiwo and Namti Adukoya of the Fountain of Life Church International, Nigeria. Venue is Solution Chapel International, home of signs, wonders, and miracles. Time is 7 p.m. each night. Register free today at 1293 885 or online at solutionchapel.org for Covenant 2018, August 8th and 9th. Come and have a life transformed Encounter with the covenant keeping God. The solution word with Pastor Adama Segbeji. Pastor Adama has a passion to uplift people and see the body of Christ excel. His aim to bring hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations. In this message, you will learn.
1: Now, in as much as this insurance that I'm talking about is important. There is another insurance which is more important than all these practical and physical insurances that I'm talking about. And this insurance is to be in Christ. Say a good amen. amen. This insurance is to be in who? In Christ. It's to make sure that you are insured against a particular day. And that day, nobody knows when it will come. Well, I'm really excited about what I'm about to teach this morning. It's so powerful. I know that you will really be blessed. And it's going to be short and simple. Amen? Well, how many of you are still continuing with the fast? Um, well, Covenant 2018 is nearly here. We have uh, two more Sundays to go. Is it two? No, one, one Sunday more to go. Next week's Sunday, and then the following week will be Covenant 2018, and this place will be jam-packed. The whole of Crowley will be jam-packed, Amen. because the glory of the Lord is coming down. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We have been fasting all this while, Uh, today is what day, day what, day 29, I've lost count because it doesn't mean I'm not fasting, because I'm on a longer fast, so I'm not sure, I think I'm on a 50 day prayer and fasting, which will end on the 8th of, of, um, of August, so I'm not sure which day I am in. If you are 29, then I'm 39. Is that right? I'm 39. Well, so let's get ready. Let's invite our family and friends. Covenant is not a church conference. Covenant is not a conference. It's a calling from God. Psalm 15, verse 5, God says, Gather unto me my children. Gather unto me my saints. So, Covenant 2018 is not a church conference, it's not a church anniversary, it's not just a casual gathering, it's a mandate from God. This, this precious man and woman of God that is coming are leading one of the largest churches in Nigeria. So, if they have taken their time to come, then it means God is about to do something. Amen. So I want us to get ready, I want us to prepare, let's be praying into it. This week we'll take time just to pray into covenant 2018, because officially our fasting finishes when? Is it tomorrow? Tuesday. Tuesday. Officially the fasting finishes on Tuesday. So those of you who have not started yet, you have two more days to start. Amen. Amen. You have two days to start. Amen. Amen. Please help me with my sound. I'm not getting any sound at all. Amen. Well, are you ready for the word? They have given me so much time, but I won't use it because it's too long. Okay, if you are ready, turn with me in your Bibles to the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. I read, it says, Therefore, if any man or any woman be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And we are blessed by the reading of God's word. Shall we read it together? Ready, go. It says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ... He is a new creature, all things are passed away, behold, all things are become new, and we are blessed by God's word. I'm sharing with you this morning on what I've titled, Free Lifetime Insurance Policy. Free Lifetime Insurance Policy. Now, we are living in a part of the world that insurance is important. Why is it important? Because it insures you from any form of mishaps in life. It insures you from any form of accident. It insures you from any unforeseen circumstances. And the purpose of an insurance is to protect us for any reason if the unforeseeable happens. That's why it is mandatory that we must all have an insurance policy on our cars. Once you are a driver in this country, it is by law that you must have an insurance on your car. I know that some of you drive your cars without insurance, but that is against the law. (laughs) That is what? Against the law. You might say, oh, I'm a good driver. I haven't had an accident for years, but still, the law says, so far as you're driving a vehicle on the streets of the United Kingdom, by law, you must have an insurance. Now, in as much as that insurance is mandatory, there are other insurances that are not mandatory. For instance, a lifetime insurance policy is not by force. You can decide to take it or not to take it. For instance, taking an insurance in terms of content for your house. It's not mandatory, it's not compulsory, it's not by force. You can decide to insure yourself or not. Are you following me? Now, in as much as it is not mandatory, it doesn't mean it's not beneficial. Follow me carefully. It is beneficial. Now, most of the times when we take out an insurance policy, We don't see the benefit of the policy. Now, this morning, I'm not going to sell to you any insurance policy. Are you following what I'm saying? I'm not selling nothing in the church. I'm not selling. You say, why is the pastor preaching about insurance policies? Is he trying to sell us insurance? No, I'm not selling anything. Hallelujah. Now, as much as most of the times when we take out, for instance a car insurance policy you don't really see the benefit of the insurance until the day you have an accident. Is that true? Most of the times when you are paying that insurance it feels as if, oh, why am I paying? I'm a good driver. I will not purposely go and crush my car. But in as much as you are paying a day will come God forbid if somebody knocks your car or something happens then that insurance will become relevant in your life. Now, in as much as th- this insurance that I'm talking about is important, there is another insurance which is more important than all these practical and physical insurances that I'm talking about. And this insurance is to be in Christ. Say a good amen. Amen. This insurance is to be in who? In Christ. It's to make sure that you are insured against a particular day. And that day, nobody knows when it will come. So the scripture we read in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, it says, therefore, if any man, notice, it didn't say when, it said if. If it's a clause. For instance, um, where's my wallet with all my millions? I want to demonstrate something. Is is my money in
0: there?
1: (laughs) When my wallet is with my wife, I have to check if my money is gone. (laughs) She's taking all my money. I'm just joking now. I'm just joking. My checkbook is not here either. Oh, you missed out. Well, let me just say, I want to give an analogy. And say, if you get up from your chair and come to me now, if one man or one woman in this church gets up from their chair and come to me now, I will give them 50 pounds. It's a clause. right? Now, if you want that fifty pounds, what do you do? What do you do? You get up and do what? And come. Okay. So you're still sitting. That means you don't. <laughs> it's, too it's too late. It's too late. It's too late. You You miss. You miss you, you missed out. It's too late. It's too late. It's too late. You missed out. You should have thought about it. Maybe that's why God didn't allow me to bring my my. (laughs) Praise God. So the Bible says that therefore, if any man be in Christ, so to have this insurance of a lifetime policy, you have to be where you have to be where in Christ. Now, if you want this insurance, you can't get this insurance anywhere else, but where? In Christ. This is very important. This is very, very important. He says, so therefore, if any man be in Christ, look at what happens. He is a new creature. Not he is going to be. He is instantly. So that means the day you become into Christ, the day you become born again, guess what happened? There is an instant transaction. There is an instant transfer. There is an instant transformation. There is an instant metamorphosis. And that is if any man or any woman be in Christ, the Bible says that he or she is a new creature. Whose word are you going to believe? What you feel or God's word. God's word? Do you know sometimes you say, ah, but I don't feel like I'm new. But God says you are new. Yeah. Now, your position and your reality is different. Yeah. Listen carefully, this is important. If we can get this, our struggling of our work with Christ will end. What I've noticed is that there are many people in the church, but they don't really understand their they are their reality the new creation reality in Christ they don't really understand who they are they are still struggling with their past issues which remember so long as you are in this flesh you always struggle with it are you following what i'm saying so long as you have eyes when something comes on the tv you will see it right you will see it So, so long as you are in this house called the flesh, when you see something on the billboard, it will send send signals to certain places. Mm -hmm. Oh, glory. (laughs) Hallelujah. So, it says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Notice, he said, old things are passed away. Past tense, not present tense. Old things are what? Are passed away, not present tense. So the day you gave your life to Jesus, guess what? Your old nature passed away. Your old nature passed away immediately. The day you stood before the congregation of the church and said, and then I, I confess my sins and believe that Jesus Christ is Lord. He died on the third day, resurrected on the third day, went to heaven, went to hell, came back, triumphantly took the keys of, of heaven and earth and blah, blah, blah. Now I give, I give my life to Jesus. That day, that day, that day, the very moment you said that, guess what? You became a new creature. Amen. Now, your, the size of your nose will remain the same. Yeah. It doesn't mean, oh, but if he says I'm a new creature, why is my nose so big? Yeah. Now, this new creature that, that the Bible is talking about, is not your outward nature. Yeah. It's your spirit being. Amen. So, the day you confess Jesus as your Lord and your personal savior, all things passed away. All things have now become new. I'll give you an example. Yesterday, Samuel and Barbara got married, right? Before they got married, they were not Mr. and Mrs. Right? They were both singles, right? The moment they were pronounced husband and wife, their old nature went away and they took on a new nature. Are you following me? Now, this is important. Every title has to be defended. Every title you have, you have to defend it. Now, remember, when the old nature passed and the new nature came, the new nature is a new title you have to defend. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Now, what am I talking about? Ask any boxer, when they win the heavyweight champion, they have to defend their title. Now that they are married couples, they have to defend this title. Because there are some single ladies out there, probably who were in the church yesterday, who when they saw the way someone was smiling, they said, ah, I wish it was me. But God forbid it was not them. There were some single men in the church yesterday when they saw Barbara, they said, wow, I wonder how old she is. She looks like she's 29. <laughs> Look at her hair. That's all they were seeing. Now, what were they doing? They were looking for this title. So, every title you have, you have to defend it. Amen. Now that they are married, doesn't mean they will not have to defend that title. This is where many Christians get it wrong. Now, if you had an issue with drinking when you were in the world, and now you are a new creature, you have to defend that title. Because every time you see a pub, there's that edge. There's that temptation to go inside the pub. Are you following me? If it were smoking, if you go to the shop, and now I know they have concealed the cigarette packages, only in this country, I don't know other countries. When you go to the pharmacy or wherever they sell them, you still remember the name of the cigarette you were smoking? If it's Embassy, there was a cigarette called Embassy. Is it still there? How do you know? Did you used to? <laughs> there was a cigarette called Embassy. What are the names again? They have a lot of names. Benson. Huh? Benson. Benson. <laughs> Which one? Which? Ruthmans. Wow. Which other one? Marble light. Eh? Marble light. Marble Light. Which other one? Eh? Sportsman. Is there any other ones? But but how did you guys know all of these things? <laughs> you you are telling me something. You know you are telling me something. <laughs> Mercy, Lord have mercy on us. You know, so even though you know they've changed the packaging, you don't forget the name. The name is still in the memory. So now, now that you have a new title called New Creature, you have to still defend that title because when you go past the shop, guess what? That names will be fighting on your mind. Will be knocking. What are they doing? They have come to challenge your new status. They have come to challenge your new title, which is a new creature. So how do you overcome this from the old man or the old things to experiencing the really new nature of the new person you are in Christ Jesus? That is where many Christians are struggling. Because I'm telling you, the battles we are fighting, they are not easy. They are not easy. And you know that. Even now, they put things on cartoons that are very suggestive. Cartoons. Cartoons. When we used to watch cartoons, it's just innocent. But these days, cartoons, hey! So, so we are not safe anywhere. It's everywhere. Now, if they are putting it on cartoons what is afternoon? Sometimes, before you look for the remote, it's come and gone. <laughs> the thing is come and gone. And once you see the thing, it place in your mind. It's knocking every time. You say, you saw that, didn't you? You saw that. Because the eye is a gate to the heart. You need to get this. You need to get this. So, we are fighting this challenge constantly. Every day. Every day. Sometimes even in the church. You are in the church and you see a sister and then the devil puts up put with their thought and said, hmm, doesn't she look good? The moment the devil put that thought, a word that is meant for you has come and gone. Are you following what I'm saying? So, it's important for us to understand this status that we have. This new creature status and defend it well or else we miss out every time. So it says, therefore, if any man or any woman be in Christ, he is a new creature, all things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So all things becoming new does not depend on how you feel. Because the day you gave your life to Christ, guess what? You were wearing the same clothes. It didn't change color. If you were wearing a black dress, that black dress didn't change color to a white dress instantly. What changes is your spirit man. Now for the spirit man to have control and dominion over the flesh, you have to know how to live In the spirit. Because the Bible says that if you are in the spirit, you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Because there is constant battle between the spirit and the flesh. Constant battle. There's constant warfare going on. Constant fighting going on. But you have to come to that point and ask God for grace to be able to win this battle. Are you following me? So quickly, as we get ready to close, because today I'm not preaching for long, I want us to look at a case studies of how one person had an encounter with Jesus and let's see what happened, right? Turn with me in your Bibles to the book of John chapter 8. John chapter 8 from verse 3. You know the story? The story has to do with the woman that was caught in the act, remember? And um, she was brought to Jesus. And let's see God's response or Jesus' response to this situation. I read John chapter 8 from verse 3. I read, it says, And the scribes and the Pharisees brought unto him a woman taken in adultery. And when they had set her in the midst... They say unto him, Master, this woman was taken in, the, in adultery in the very act. Now, this is very interesting. It takes two to tango, isn't it? If a woman was caught in adultery, where was the man? She couldn't be in adultery all by herself. Where was the man? why did they leave the man out and why did they bring just the woman? So it says, they caught her. Look at how they caught her in the very act. So that means they were watching. Yeah. They were watching. They were peeping. If they were not peeping, they wouldn't have caught her in the very act. Because there is only a supply when there is a demand. If there's a need for demand. Right? Where there is no demand, there'll be no supply. Where there is no supply, there'll be no demand. Correct? Now, how did these people catch this woman in the act? Because they had a demand. Their demand is to peep, to watch. Oh, I'm preaching good this morning. And that's the kind of society we are living in. We are living in a society where there is demand and supply. And we see it all around. Why do you go town for shopping? If there's nothing to shop, you won't go for shopping. That's the truth. So, They caught this woman in the very act. But they left the man. That should tell you how people behave. Sometimes the same people you've done good to, they'll pick up the evil in you and forget all the good you've done for them. (laughs) They forget all the good things you've done for them. Most of the time, it's some men. and say, "I love you, baby. You are the sugar in my tea. You know, you know, you know. You and I are forever and ever." And after they get what they want, they say, "Bye bye." Amen. Let's 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 understand something. Now, I'm going to say something this morning, and I'm going to put a caveat on it. So you've married your wife when she was size 6, size what, size 12 and she's given you four babies and now she's size maybe 18 or 20 don't demand that she goes to size 12 again and then now you start looking for a size 12 remember all the babies she gave you added a few more sizes Added a few more sides. But what I'm saying excludes my wife. Oh, my wife is not included in this one. My wife shouldn't say, oh, she, he said, he said now I can be any size. No, no, no. No, I never said that. I never said that. I never said that. Oh, I never said you heard me, didn't you? I never said that. I never said that. So, the size I married her, she must still maintain that size. (laughs) But for you, (laughs) your wives are excluded. If your husband tries to say anything, just take this message and sit down and play it for him. Praise God. (laughs) Sometimes when God says I should say something, I have to think about it because. What I'm saying is affecting me too. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. So where were we now? How did we get there? Size. I forgot what our verse to say, so let's just go. Let's just go. What what verse? Verse 5. Verse 5. It says, now Moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned. But what sayest thou? So have you seen people who follow the law always want to use stone? Why? Because the law is hard. Grace and truth came by Jesus. The law came through Moses. Moses is a servant. Jesus is a son. Remember grace has truth on its side. Remember that. Very important. So they said Moses said when we catch such a a person should be stoned. But they forgot the other part, the the man. Verse 6, the Bible says that this they said tempting him that they might have to accuse him because Jesus. But Jesus stood down with his finger and wrote on the ground as though he had them not. Now they were saying this because they wanted to put Jesus also in a trap. Sometimes people come to you with all kinds of trap. And you need wisdom to be able to differentiate the trap that people have set for you. If you have children, you know, sometimes they ask you a question. And that question, if you don't think about it properly, you get yourself into trouble. They'll come and say, "Uh, mommy, daddy, you said we're going to go on holiday in summer. Did you say that? Yes. So when are we going? (laughs) So you have to be careful when people ask you a question there is most of the time an ulterior motive behind the question. So they said this because they wanted to tempt Jesus. Verse 7 the Bible says that So, when they had continued asking him, he lifted himself up and said unto them, He that is without sin among you, let him cast a stone at her. I love Jesus. Now, Jesus is not saying that what this woman did is right. But look at Jesus' approach. Jesus said, Now, yes, you have caught her in the act, you have caught her sinning. Adultery is a sin. But the only way we are going to deal with this sin is to check if you yourself have any form of sin in you. Because before you point an accusing finger, check yourself out. Have you noticed that most of the time people who are very, very critical about every little thing have issues themselves. They have so much issues sometimes They forget about their issues and look at other people's little, little, tiny, minute per second issue. So Jesus said, if any of you have not seen, let him, among you, let him be the first to cast a stone. I love Jesus. Listen, Jesus never condemns us. The church is not here for your condemnation. It doesn't matter how low you have gone in sin. You are still welcome back into the house of God. You are still welcome back into the house of God because that is what the house of God is here for. That is what the church is here for. That's why there's no supposed to be man-made rules and regulations in the church. Because the church doesn't belong to man, the church belongs to God. Jesus said, I'll build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So the church belongs to Jesus. Jesus said, if any of you have not seen, cast the first stone. question I want to ask is, before you criticize your brother or sister, before you criticize someone in the church, before you criticize someone in, the, in a department, ask yourself, are you a saint? If your answer is no, please advise yourself. Don't criticize anyone. Let's not be hypocrites in the church. The world is watching the church. If we fight against one another, we cannot reach the church. If we are in the church and we go out and criticize the same church we are in, we cannot allow the world to come into the church. This is very important. Don't don't you see when you're in the church and you say it is their church, then you have excluded yourself out of the problem. When Nehemiah saw a problem in in Jerusalem, what did he do? Even though he was not in Jerusalem, he put himself in the shoes of his people. When the walls were broken down, the Bible says that he fasted, he prayed, and he cried. Does souls going to hell affect you? Do you care? Church is not about me, myself, and I. That's not what we are here for. I didn't call myself. Look at what God did in yesterday for Barbara and Samuel. We didn't know them from Adam. We didn't know them from anywhere. It was God who connected us together. You see, they came all the way from Sweden to England. God had ordained yesterday, she said something powerful. She said, they were meant to get married three years ago. But God will not allow it so because three years ago she had not been to this church. The only time God was going to allow it to happen is because their destiny is connected to this destiny. You see, I always tell my wife that if we can just understand our destiny, all the problems we go through will stop. If we can just understand why we are here. If you can just understand why God has put you here. You see, when you are here, don't just think about yourself. It's not about you. This church is never about me, my wife, or any of the pastors. Because one day we will leave. How many of you know that? One day we will not be here forever. We will will leave. And if we leave one day, maybe one of you will become responsible for what we are doing now. But if you are out there criticizing what is happening now, when the time comes, God will pass it over you because when you were behind, you didn't value what was going on. If we are going to reach the world for Jesus, we have to do away with hypocrisy in the church. Do you know that many people don't want to come to church Not because they don't love Jesus, but many a times because we have become stumbling blocks. They see our attitudes out there in the world and they say, ah, this one goes to that church. I cannot go there. It's not because they don't want to come to church, but it's because of what we have done out in the world. So Jesus said, if any of you have not seen, let him cast a first stone. Verse 8, the Bible says again, he stooped down and wrote on the ground. And they which had it being convicted by their own conscience, I love that. Conscience must come back to the church. Most of the time, the reason why many people behave the way they behave is because their conscience is seared. If your conscience is seared, guess what? nothing penetrates through. Have you noticed that women who cook in the kitchen and hold hot pots, when they hold it for the first time, they do that. <sighs> it's painful. But continually, as a woman uh, picks up hot boiling pots from the, from the fire, her hands get used to it. Now what's happened is her hands are seared to the heat. But if you try it, you get bent. So when you allow sin to dominate your life, your conscience will be seared. When the Spirit of God is speaking, you won't hear it. You come to church, everybody is getting blessed, but you wonder, mm, what are they laughing about? When the pastor preached and everybody is laughing, <laughs> When the pastor preaches and the word was powerful, he said, What, he calls this a powerful, what is powerful about this? Because your conscience is what sealed. Let me finish this quickly. The Bible says that, and they which had it, being convicted by their own conscience, went out one by one, beginning at the elders, even unto the last. And Jesus was left alone, and the woman standing in the midst. Even though the people had left The woman was still standing there Be careful the prison people put you into Free yourself from what people say about you Be yourself Be a Christian who loves God Don't allow anybody Listen, my faith and your faith level are different I don't expect you to pray the way I pray I don't expect you to fast the way I fast Our levels are different, but we all come to God and God accepts all of us the way we are. Verse 10, when Jesus had lifted up himself and saw none but the woman, he said unto her, Woman, where are thine accusers? Have no man condemned thee? And she said, No, Lord. And Jesus said unto her, Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Amen. Amen. So as we close this morning, this is the life insurance. If any man be in Christ, 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. You are a new creature. You have a lifetime insurance policy. Don't throw away this policy. Because one day it will be beneficiary to you. And the only way this insurance is going to protect you and I. Is to be where? In Christ. Is to be where? In Christ. Is to be where? In Christ. Christ. And not outside of Christ. Hallelujah. Did you receive it this morning? Yeah. Let's receive the word with rejoicing. Yeah. Hallelujah.
0: Join host Pastor Adama and Zama Segbiji from the 8th and 9th of August for Covenant 2018 with guest speakers, Pastors Taiwo and Namti Adukoya of the Fountain of Life Church International, Nigeria. Venue is Solution Chapel International, home of signs, wonders, and miracles. Time is 7 p.m. each night. Register free today at 1293 885000 or online at solutionchapel.org for Covenant 2018, August 8th and 9th. Come and have a life transform encounter with the covenant keeping God.